Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Light On, our video series that brings to light the latest and greatest human capital and business topics. Today, we are joined by three of our talent and recruiting experts, Nicola McDonald-Dodan, Director of International Strategy at Alight, based in the United Kingdom, Ralph Jesbin de Jesus, our Workday HCM and Recruiting Consultant, as well as a Workday Product Lead, joining us from Toronto, and Leanna Muskin, HCM and Recruiting Senior Consultant and Workday Product Lead, joining us from New York City. Our panelists today are going to discuss the recruiting and talent capabilities of the cloud that are designed not only to attract candidates to your organization, but also to keep them from seeking out your competitors. Nicola, Ralph, and Leanna, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we get started, I do have one reminder for our viewers. I'd like to remind you that throughout today's episode, if you have a question for any of our panelists, please put it in the queue box on the right-hand side of the console, and we'll make sure to follow up with you at the conclusion of today's episode. Now with that, let's get started. I want to first talk about what talent acquisition teams are responsible for today in terms of contributing strategically to their respective businesses. So Nicola, I'm going to have you start things off today. Have we seen any recent trends that talent acquisition teams are managing? Sure. Well, yes. Wow, Dom. I think we definitely can't underestimate the many competing demands on talent acquisition teams at the moment. And these are evolving constantly. Um, for example, diversity inclusion initiatives. We see these making headlines throughout the world every single day. Um, and I think companies are really realizing now that strong and diverse workforces make them not only more competitive but provide them with a richer talent base as well um, and I think that's extremely important. In addition to this you've also got workforce planning that's never been more challenging and um, COVID-19 has undoubtedly spun all plans on their heads the last few months and then this combined with working from home um, I think it's amazing if we consider that how quickly this has become the default working model for many organisations globally within just a few short months. Um, you can get the tech right and we've all made amazing strides with the infrastructure. But what is perhaps more tricky, I think, is how you keep employees motivated, engaged when they don't have a physical forum for interaction anymore. Um, you know, we've all heard about Zoom fatigue and balancing hours in front of a laptop in the middle of a pandemic and what this is doing to impact engagement, especially once the novelty of working from home has worn off. Um, and I think that's a massive factor. And also, I think just to add front of mind, I think, for talent acquisition teams is that workers now don't want to stay in one position in their company forever. Um, they don't necessarily want to leave, but they're looking for more lateral job changes, um, you know, sort of gig jobs. And I think to be successful at internal talent mobility, you, you need now technology that can connect employees to new career opportunities internally at scale. I'm thinking stretch mobility and, and gig, gig work. And I know we're gonna delve into that a little bit more further um, about these new tech innovations with Liana and Ralph and I, these are going to be crucial so all in all you know there are many many um, things for talent acquisition teams to juggle but I think we have to see this as an opportunity as well for them to take a more prominent role in the success of the organization and to demonstrate how valuable and essential their contribution is. I definitely agree and, and so now Leanna as a follow-up question what has been the reaction of companies to these new trends? 
Yeah, sure. So we've seen an increased pressure on talent acquisition teams to source and contribute quality top talent candidates, um, as well as retain that talent. Um, they've also taken on more of a job marketing role. So recruiters must not only find ways to get in front of the candidates, but also understand what the candidates are looking for in terms of the job when they're applying. So to a candidate, it's not just about the paycheck. It's about the enjoyment and fulfillment in that job. Um, we've also seen a need for better reporting and metrics around candidates to be able to track those initiatives around diversity and inclusion. And as an example, um, many organizations with on-premise solutions don't have capabilities to see their workforce across all their regions. So that makes it hard to address those diversity needs when you can't easily see or filter on that data across your entire workforce population to make those informed decisions. And then finally, um, there's more competition overall to just attract talent. So there's a need for more streamlined and efficient ATS systems just to keep candidates engaged and not have drop off. That makes sense to me. And so now, Ralph, you know, going to you, your other side of talent acquisition is, is talent management. And so how have organizations sought to keep their talent while their workers are under stress, balancing work, family, and, you know, obviously, of course, health as well? Yep. So, um, well, employee engagement has always been of utmost importance to organizations, right? And given the impact of the pandemic to businesses, a lot of our clients have made use of this time to increase their efforts with internal in initiatives. Um, an example of those are cross-training sessions, which provides opportunities for employees to upskill and learn more beyond their current jobs. To Nicholas's point, those are the opportunities for lateral movements. Others are uh, doing knowledge sharing sessions and have more informal feedbacks between managers and peers, uh, just to kind of make sure uh, the employees uh, get that increased sense of job security since, you know, um, sometimes like it's not always the paycheck, right? A pat in the back. So employees always wants to know what they're doing right and just to feel uh, valued. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first of all, thank you guys for that. And and I really appreciate that we can now set the stage. And, you know, I'm sure many of those watching today are aware of some of these trends. They might be seeing them in their organization. And I think it's important to make that connection between what's happening outside the workplace, Nicola, as you said, and how it's affecting our talent acquisition teams. And so that's now going to bring me to my second set of questions. And that's really surrounding the technology that surrounds talent acquisition and talent management. So Leanna, I'm going to have you start this time. Have, how have we seen technology change in response to some of these trends that we just talked about in terms of talent acquisition? Yeah, so I'm going to specifically um, talk to Workday technology. Um, they've made some changes in response to the trends and some examples are Workday's candidate masking and that supports that diversity and inclusion initiative that we've been talking about. It helps to remove bias and um, it does that by hiding the candidate's name, resume, email, essentially any personal um, identifiable information during the early stages of a job application. So that's really important. Um, and Nicola mentioned the importance of retaining existing talent. So Workday's uh, newly released talent marketplace helps to achieve that. Um, they showcase um, short-term internal projects and work opportunities that might pique an employee's interest based on their skills. And it also provides suggested learning courses 
to continue their own development. Um, another great example is that Workday is evaluating the skills on a job requisition compared to a candidate's skills to help find good job to candidate matches. Um, that goes hand in hand with really making sure that candidates are finding jobs that are fulfilling. And then as a result, it helps retain top talent, which is really important. Um, and then lastly, on Workday's radar, not there yet, but on the radar, is the ability to have two-way communication um, on to keep candidates engaged in the application process and improve tracking on messages that are sent from the cloud, but also tracking um, responses from the candidate. So no exact date on that right now, but it is hot on Workday's mind for sure. And those are just really uh, a few examples of where we're seeing responses to those trends in terms of technology. I love that little sneak peek you gave us there. That was great. Um, but before we continue on, I actually want to pause for a moment. Um, we did receive a couple of viewer questions ahead of today's episode. And so I'm going to go to the first one now. Um, the question reads, how can cloud ATS technology support my company's global needs? Ralph, this question sounds like something that might be within your wheelhouse, if you're okay taking it. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, Cloud ATS gives companies the ability to house their whole recruiting process in a single system, but also being flexible enough to incorporate country-specific requirements as, as we've seen. Um, some of the benefits of um, a Cloud ATS is having access to, to recruiting data across different regions, providing holistic view in terms of the metrics and reporting abilities, which results to better analytics and gaining more insight in meeting the businesses talent acquisition goals. Uh, it gives you that informed decision option, right? Um, an example of the flexibility with the cloud ATS is work-based dynamic job application process where an organization does not need to follow a linear recruiting process for their uh, job application. Each region can follow a different process such as the need for the candidate to sign the offer letter before initiating the background check in one region and just a verbal offer acceptance being the only requirement on another. Interesting. So now shifting back to talent management, Nicola, how can cloud technology support and keep workers engaged as they continue to work from home due to the social distancing measures that are around during the pandemic? Yeah, well, you know, fundamentally cloud technology is, is easily used off premise. So at the most basic level, it's ideal for, for workers to use at home. And I think we all know that moments that happen when working from home can actually be isolating and jobs for sure maybe don't look identical to how they were prior to the pandemic. And there's undoubtedly been some shifts around business needs that have led to people needing to perform other duties outside their usual roles. Um, so I think the ability for your HR system to keep your talent engaged helps them to feel and nurture um, the fact that they're contributing to your business and they're continuously learning, which ultimately gives them more control over their career um, when they might feel that many other aspects of their life are out of control. Um, and also to add to that, workers are, are perhaps more aware than you actually realise of the, of the overall business needs. And by giving your workforce access to a project or important gig work um, through functionality, such as Workday's Talent Marketplace, 
you're redeploying them, reskilling them, ultimately upskilling them um, to support the business as new needs arise. And I think that will help them then find new opportunities and develop within your company rather than outside because they've seen how they can themselves contribute um, firsthand to solving your business problems and tie that back to their own work performance. Um, in a proactive way, I think, rather than, you know, just waiting for their manager or a project leader to perhaps pull them in. And, and, you know, you tie that back to the functionality and it's actually a phenomenal shift. Yeah, definitely. It sounds fascinating to me. Um, and, you know, so far today, we've talked a lot about cloud technology and its impact on talent acquisition and talent management. But I really want to close out today's episode by talking about the competitive advantage that an adaptive and streamlined cloud ATS and talent management system can give your company. So um, what I do want to do is we, I mentioned earlier, we had a couple audience questions. I'm going to go to another one of them before we continue on with this topic. The question reads, we are looking to redefine the way we recruit to be more inclusive. Is this something cloud technology can help with? Nicola, it sounds a lot like something you touched on earlier in today's episode. So maybe you can go ahead and take this one. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, as I said before, companies that have a, a diverse workforce have been shown to be more competitive um, through metrics in their industries because they are able to leverage more perspectives. Um, and many organizations are willing, um, many of them have stepped up recently to take the next steps to diversify, but they're not quite sure how to start and how to harness that technology. Um, I think, you know, front of mind just to bring up is that cloud technology actually streamlines the process um, of requesting a new requisition where um, a recruiter can post that requisition once it's been raised internally. And then that gives the, the TA teams greater ability to get a job requisition out of the creation and approval process and in front directly to those external populations. And they've ultimately got more control over every aspect of the recruiting process. Um, they're going in, putting in the requisition, obtaining hiring manager approval, looking at which job post insights to post on. And so, you know, ultimately that's very empowering. Equally, um, with the cloud technology, you've got increased reporting abilities, augmenting insights, and giving your talent acquisition teams greater visibility into how they're filling positions as well so they can take corrective action for example when they need to keep um, making tweaks and also keeping leadership updated in real time as well to see um, how the initiatives are going and how diversity and inclusion is looking in the organization awesome thank you for that and so you, you know Last question, as we round things out, I really think it's important to talk about what our customers are saying to us. And so from a commercial uh, perspective, Nicola, from you, and then from a technical perspective, from you, Ralph and Leanna, um, you know, what have we heard from clients when they've switched from their on-premise solutions to cloud technology? I think if it's easier, I can just, we'll do like a little round robin for you guys. So Leanna, if you want to start off, I think that would be a, a great way to kick it off. Absolutely. So I have two stories to share. Um, they're both quick. I had a customer once where application efficiency was really a deal breaker for them. Um, they had laser focus on the number of clicks that a candidate needed to um, go through to submit 
their application. And the thought process was that, you know, if the application is too long or cumbersome uh, to submit, then they would lose candidates to competitors. Um, so with cloud technology, we were able to ensure a fast and simple application um, that they didn't have before. So that was a huge customer gain for them. Um, and then my second story is, um, I had a customer where I demoed um, the application process uh, and they were just so excited and they actually told me how excited they were because they could actually see the improvement of the amount of information that they were collecting and how much more efficient the process was to just apply um, just by moving to the cloud. So it was really great to hear that feedback real time. That's awesome. It's a great story. So Ralph, do you wanna kick things off next? Uh, yeah, sure. So I have a client that I work with who's having issues um, identifying the right person uh, for their referral payout. So they had a very uh, nice policy for, for, for the referral payouts, but it resulted for some mess or incorrect payments and has been really a downer on the employee experience. So, and also kind of gave them a reactive way of processing the referral payouts. Um, upon implementing the work they're recruiting as, uh, as their cloud ATS, um, they have incorporated the referral payout into the process flow. And now uh, um, the, those payouts are initiated along the, the same line when the preferred candidate is hired. So there's really that proactive way and a better employee experience. Oh yeah, definitely. And then finally, last but certainly not least, Nicola, would you like to share a story as well? Yeah, and I think for me, this is something more sort of general and overarching that I've seen is that it's the ability for organizations to access data and perform key tasks on demand from anywhere at any time. And, and that's so empowering. It's a real game change for a business and has proved in many cases to be so critical in, in expanding you know, their, their footprint globally. Yeah, Leanna, Ralph and Nicola, thank you so much for joining us today. I also want to remind our viewers that you should stay tuned next month where we will be talking about shaping the cloud for your people. If you wanna learn more about our panelists or today's topic, there's additional resources on the right-hand side of the console and I highly encourage you to check them out. We'll always be here to shed a light on the latest human capital and business topics. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you next month. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.